0: Come get What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining this week is Justin Davis. Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Scoops. And Marty Sleva. Wow. And we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about 10 big games we know are coming in early 2018. It's never too early to start looking ahead to next year. It is. Uh, this is right <laughs> right <now. laughs> I'm calling it <laughs> it's too early. Uh, we're going to revisit last week's big topic, uh, EA closing Visceral and pivoting its Star Wars game into more of a game as service, because we've got some quotes from an ex-Visceral dev uh, that are fairly interesting. Thanks. But first, this week is probably the biggest week of the year for us video gamers. Mm. Three... Uh, Enormous games all out this week, all out on the same day on Friday. Super Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Wolfenstein 2.
1: And it's crazy they're all Friday. They're all on what Friday. What happened
0: to yeah.
2: Tuesdays? Yeah, what happened to Bring Tuesday? back
1: Tuesday.
0: It's a good point. Yeah.
2: And then
1: this Tuesday was kind of quiet.
2: What
3: are you talking about? Which
2: we got so the mummy. We got and the for mum- a couple mummy. The planet of the apes, which is a pretty cool 16-bit yeah. uh, Metroidvania by WayForward, who made yeah. the uh, Shantae
3: series. Which-
0: yeah. Uh, apparently, they just borrowed stuff uh, from Contra and Metroid and made a mummy game.
2: Yeah. And they've made a Contra game before.
0: They have made a. Contra It's Contra. a Controid. The Controid. <laughs> Controid. <laughs> uh, that we. Uh, I know we have. Various levels of experience with these big games that are coming out this week. I don't think any of us have played Mario, the final version. I guess Justin played like 20 minutes of it. I played 20 minutes of it. Uh, but yeah, we I watched we
1: you play that 20 minutes. Yeah, well,
2: it was it did a good I, job.
1: Yeah, you, you missed a couple coins and it drove Pear crazy. Yeah, Pear was really it was, it was an upset man. Um, no, I said on Scoop last week or two weeks ago that I played the game at E3 and Comic Con and just found Mario's controls to be a little bit slow and didn't mm-hmm. feel quite right. And I think I figured it out. Uh, which camera I'm looking? Okay. Uh, <sighs> The one with the red light. So um, so many cameras. I think it's because, for whatever reason at trade shows, Nintendo is really pushing you to play it with the Joy-Cons. Separated even. Separated. Yeah. That's how they that's how they're trying to encourage people to play that game. And when you the Pro Controller, man, if you have a pro controller at home, that's the way to play
2: Yeah, it. you can even do the motion controls. Like Ryan, who reviewed the game, uh takes the, the full pro controller and does these little flicks yeah. of his wrist and it does the exact motion. So I don't know why they're encouraging the and other. So ones. I
1: don't want anyone to feel discouraged. Like don't feel afraid to play the game. Like play the game however you want to play the game. But for me, like once I had my hands joined back together and got a chance to yeah. sit with the game, like away from the pressure of a trade show, I don't have those same concerns concerns about Mario's Mm -hmm. movement, although I didn't play enough of the game to really judge the game itself.
0: Yeah. By the time the listeners and viewers uh, hear and see this episode, Ryan's review of Super Mario Odyssey will be live. However, it's not live at this moment, but we are pretty sure it's getting a very, 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 very good score.
2: Yeah, I think about uh, 20 minutes ago, there was a conversation
3: and uh, it's getting a 10. Yeah, they Make, I'm calling it. Okay, you're, wow. You're calling so it. so mm-hmm. if that conversation got got pulled back, it's yeah. on you. Goodness <laughs> gracious! That's if, fine. It, if
1: it turns out to be like a 9.7, <laughs> the readers will know. Some,
2: <laughs> something something bad would have to happen between now and hitting publish, which is should be very soon.
3: You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Of uh, we're updating our well, we're making our top 25 switch list, mm. and it's gonna be really interesting to see. I mean, which one of them's number one? Oh boy!
0: Oh man! Well, it's going to be really interesting. Which one of them's number one at the end of this ah, year? Yeah,
3: game Mario game. is
4: one
2: thing, but top or twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Mario or Arms? Splatoon? <laughs> um, uh, you have to know, Zelda got a ten. Mario got a ten. Not only do we get two new mainline Mario and Zelda games mm-hmm. uh, in the same year, they're seemingly the best yeah, in, uh, in a, a decade in a long yeah. time. So yeah.
1: I'm so happy to see Nintendo doing well again. It's yeah. neat because like
2: Mario Galaxy Two got a ten. Mm-hmm. And that was the last, you know, big 3D Mario game. But the last couple Zeldas, uh, you know, did really well too. So it's like the yeah. series. But we don't look back at Skyward Sword and say like no. that's an obvious 10. But you know, so well, you know,
1: we all do our it's, best it's when, we, when we review games. You know, and uh, sometimes I've said it on Scoop before. Sometimes we're like, yeah, we really nailed that score. And sometimes we underrate things. And sometimes mm-hmm. in hindsight, we say, ah, maybe that score is a little too high. And I think you're right, Skyward Sword. Yeah. Like, it hasn't quite aged in the way yeah. that some other games have.
2: But different reviewers think different things about different. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah that's
1: I true. shouldn't. It's always Maybe true.
2: none of us will like Mario and then <laughs> Ryan, who's the reviewer, will be wrong.
1: Well, he is a giant Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> now, no. we always back up <laughs> our uh, our fellow reviewers and their
2: scores yeah. because it's their opinion and that's what they yeah. do. That's their job.
1: Yeah. Well, the 10 in particular is uh, actually Dan does a really good job of making everyone justify their score. If yeah. you want to give a game a 7, he says, "Look, your review text is skewing a little negative. Like if you really do feel like it's a 7, it's a good game. You need to,
0: you know, you need to re- you have to support that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and this time he interviewed Miranda, who's been playing a lot, and Brendan, who's been playing a lot, and, and a couple of our UK people. So, in
1: the case of a 10 played. specifically, it goes through a little bit more rigorous, like a, a small council.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally excited to dive into that uh, this yeah. weekend, finally.
2: And then you can play it while watching Stranger Things because there's no other <laughs> way there's going to me while watch Stranger <laughs> Things. I don't, rec- I don't recommend
3: that. Well, it's going to suck, but that's the only way to do it. What about, can I play I it? Mean, in I'm the not thi- going to put it down. Can I play it in the theater while I'm watching Jigsaw? Are you actually going to see Jigsaw? Yeah, i am probably gonna get liquored up. I've the never CG seen <laughs> I've never seen any Saw movie. Oh, I've oh seen all boy. the Saw movies. Also, we have a video for you. Wait, you have narrated the video. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Never, I so I've narrated. narrated now you know, I know everything that. happens. Yeah,
0: but I've never seen any of the gags, and I've <laughs> never seen like the gore. So you've
3: never seen the movies, but you narrated the like seven
0: minute
2: untangling. Yeah. that. So what happens? What happens in those
3: movies? It's well
0: incomprehensible. <laughs> a guy gets a brain tumor, and he's really upset about it, and so he starts. locking up people that he resents in in death traps and gives them a chance to escape Uh, but then there's a copycat killer who tries to copy him but his death traps aren't fair according to the original death trap setter so he kidnaps that guy but instead of killing him he takes him on and makes him his apprentice and it spirals on from there. It's
3: really good. A couple of the movies take place during each other and some movies are prequels and
1: Mm. woo! Jigscoop. I think I I I stopped after Saw 2. I
0: didn't know any of that. They keep
3: going dude. This one is supposedly the final chapter.
1: No, the last no, one is the final thought, chapter. This is like the reboot.
0: This is like this well is I th- like
1: Saw's back. They took
0: <laughs> this is like a prequel, right? I don't know. Maybe no. it's a pre sequel. Nobody,
1: nobody
2: knows. Know. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, when you update this feature, yeah, after seeing the movie, yeah, yeah, you'll know.
0: Uh, excited for Super Mario Odyssey this weekend. I don't know one one feature in the game that was a nice little surprise for me. I don't know if it's known is that there's a photo mode, and then there's different filters mm. you can put over everything, and there's even a retro Game Boy and Super Nintendo filters. A oh, that's game awesome. filter, Game Boy filters yeah, cool. that you can put in, there.
2: and it looks yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, it looks that greenish mucus look. Yeah,
0: I don't, I would like to t- attempt actually playing the game that way. It might hurt my eyes, but I would like to try that. I, I don't mean,
1: know. is it accessible outside of the photo mode? I
0: probably is there a not. Virtual Boy, unless they, uh, yeah, maybe they could. Would release a patch at some point that allows yeah. you to do that. Uncharted Four had uh, had that yeah. like, a all retro. The different tones and, and like sixteen bit or pixelated yeah. mode. This is
2: something that got me excited. That is, it's, I'm not going to make it spoilery, but there's more than we thought there would be in the game. There's more. There's more places to go. and yeah. There's more uh, things to collect, and leaving it that vague is, uh, I think, important for people like me because I was a little bit worried when they were like saying like, here's the places you can go, and you know. I'm excited that there's so much more to do. You
1: play yeah. a lot of that game before you get to New Donk City. Like, it's a big, mm. really? big game. That's mm. interesting.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought that would be, like, super beginning level. Huh, cool.
0: So, three big games all out on the same day. Mario, Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein. And, you know, for months now, we've been like, how are we going to... I want to play all these games. They all look great. How are we going to divide up our time? Uh, well, last night, I started Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I played four or five hours of that. And after... That amount of time with the game, it becomes starkly clear to me that I can wait to play Assassin's oh, Creed. Yeah. I think you're tripping, dude. I mean, like, tell Twi- me, I'm 25 hours into it, and so obsessed. I, I understand it? your first five hours. Yeah, I understand. It's supposed to be like a gigantic yeah. game. Uh, I, I, I hope it gets better, but the beginning of that game did not grab me. Yeah, yeah.
3: It takes uh, for me until once you get to Alexandria and you. Mm. you Spoilers. You you uh, reunite with your wife, sure, and that's when the game really opens up and starts becoming like the actual RPG that it is. Yeah, that's when you start getting an insane amount of side quests. The world is populated with so much stuff to do. You start getting multiple assassinations to where you can sort of choose where you want to go. Um, the character interactions between Bayek and and his wife are really good. Um, that's when some of the cool, uh, without going to spoilers, sci-fi meta stuff of the game, like the the you know, just the overall Assassin's Creed plot starts coming out. Yeah, um, you get your
1: Leonardo da Vinci supplied upgrades.
3: No, that's like Ptolemy and Caesar and all sorts <laughs> of weirdos. Yeah, um, the Kaiser's in it. The Kaiser himself, yeah. the inventor of the salad. Um, <laughs>
2: uh, I heard it's more um, open worldy and RPG like, like Western RPG like. Yeah. Than before, are you noticing yeah. that? Early yeah, I on think so. Are you noticing? Yeah, definitely. That it feels
1: they reinvented like that game as like an RPG for better or worse. I think it's interesting and brave of them to yeah. do that.
2: But what what does that mean to you guys? Like, I don't. What's what's the actual difference? Is it mission structure?
0: It's well. There's you know your main missions and then there are side quests.
3: Yeah, and it's that.
2: But the original game had all that. So like, what yeah. what feels different is what I'm trying to get at. I think the,
0: that
3: there's a just a wealth of activities to do in order to earn experience, and experience yeah. is really important because leveling up actually
1: matters. I mean, I don't think the other games had experience, experience points. So no, I know. mean, they I had, like, a yeah, okay. certain amount
3: of skill points in Syndicate would allow you to level up, but that didn't really mean anything. Whereas yeah. this, like, you know, I'm choosing if I want to upgrade my health or my melee, and I'm yeah. choosing which skill tree. Do I want to be a warrior? Do I want to go towards archery? Do I want to be, like, a trickster?
0: Yeah, when when you scout areas with your eagle, uh, it'll identify enemies for you, and every enemy has a number above their head that represents their level. Okay, just Just like to recap, you think
2: it's Assassin's Creed (laughs) Borigens,
0: and you say (laughs) Assassin's Creed Morogens. No, I, I guess like I was really excited for this game. I love Black Flag. That was my, my favorite Assassin's Creed game, uh, but just the, the beginning of this game totally. didn't didn't yep. hook me as I was as much as I was expecting it Which to. I
3: think was, is a lot. I think yeah. a lot of RPGs. Uh, I feel yeah. that way where it took me a while for like Persona to hook me, or it took me a while. A lot of people say that with Witcher, and then finally when it does, it sinks its claws into you. Yeah. But I totally get like this is a you know you only have a finite amount of time, and there's so much to do this weekend. So I totally get if you're like, well, I'm not having An amazing time with this game. So move over. And there's also a new Mario game. Move over to Mario, um, or move over to Wolfenstein, or watch Stranger Things. Yeah, there's
1: been an embarrassment of riches all year long, and especially this fall. But this is the first week that I like have anxiety about. Like I don't know how. Like it's the. This is the first time all year I felt like overwhelmed. I also I haven't finished South Park, and I barely
3: touched uh, Evil Within, which I love so far.
1: Yep, I'm like that's. I'm only like ten hours into South Park. Only. I mean, I'm like halfway through that. Yeah.
3: Uh, Marty, did you like the combat in Assassin's Creed? It's growing on me, um, and it feels—it was awkward to me at first. It's Definitely it's awkward, like, especially. Why? Did you play Shadow of War? Oh yeah, buttons are all different. Yeah, oh, yes. I get into combat totally... and I immediately start hitting square to attack, and oh. I just start dodging. Oh, and, yep. no, I'm like, it's it's and I'm like, that it's dodge. And I'm yeah, like, it's dodged. our it? shoulder buttons are attack. And I'm it's like, so no. weird. You block did you guys with. Try to remap it. I, don't
0: know. Uh, I, I thought about doing that today. That's I should so look into that. Yeah, you block with. L one and attack with R one, oh. but then you build up a uh, like oh. a powerful attack where you have to pull R one and R two at the same, same time, time do your like, tantrums. two on that yeah. side, and like very few games actually ask They're you to do tantrums? that. I call them tantrums because
3: okay. <laughs> I have a, I, I'm using a big purple warhammer, and when I do my tantrums, he starts pounding the ground with it. But
2: now yeah. Alana did a uh, live stream with you, right? Yes. And uh, to which she said, "You uh, play that game like butt."
3: Yeah, she was not a fan <laughs> of how I play the game. But she plays it like, but sword it was, and board yeah, and countering, and right? She parries and counters, yeah. parries and counters. And yeah. all I do is I have a poison, I have a poison purple hammer that that boosts poison my, purple my tantrums hammer. Yeah. And so I just run into battle. Even so, if you, just, get,
2: you just work towards the tantrums.
3: Oh yeah, and then I like, and the whole thing with my hammer is with every successful hit, my tantrums like get more powerful. And so I run up to like a hippo or like a bunch boat. of cheetahs. Marty's purple just, hammer. Yeah, it's my favorite Beatles. <laughs> I
1: saw Hammer was a Beatles song. Right? That yeah. is a Beatles song. Yeah, I was like, huh?
3: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: And Sam, last night you started Wolfenstein, too.
1: Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. And you were going to.
2: I'm
3: so going to tonight, Dan. I right. shamed Dan into giving.
0: Then
2: I will card. give you my full report. Uh, the Nazis it's-
1: are back. And they're worse than ever. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> that's put the back of the box. Yeah. Um,
2: so this game, uh, I really like the f- first Wolfenstein. Surprisingly, I don't know. We don't need to go back into that. But it- it's good for like this cast of characters and story, which is kind of surprising. Um, this has all that uh, so far. I have them like three hours in, maybe four hours in. And um, what I noticed immediately is that uh, there's a... Bethesda feel to it. It kind of looks like this, uh, it looks a little bit like Fallout because the universe is this kind of future that you don't expect taken to, like, an nth degree. You know, it's, like, Nazi technology in the 60s. And yeah. I think Fallout did retro that retro with, futuristic. like, retro... Well, yeah, it's and it's like still, that.
3: like, does it have any, like, America? I mean, yeah, it has Americana in it, right? Like, that's. I mean, the whole marketing thing with milkshakes and everything. In
2: America. Um, yeah. You start yeah. out in uh, other places. And, uh, yeah, so I really like that. And the Nazi tech is, like, super cool. And I feel guilty saying that. And they have amazing <laughs> but, scientists over But there. they made it look cool. I don't but. know how. <laughs> but, man, they made... Yeah, they, the, the, the Bethesda team made that their, their, like, future evil technology look really cool. cool. So I like that about it. The other notable thing is that it's by far the most violent game I've played this year. Mm. And not in a way, it's like a God of War type way where there's uncomfortable moments because you're so up close in the violence and it's like personalized violence it's not just like running around shooting Nazis like that's that's a shooter I understand that but this has big lengthy like torture cut scenes yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that right so uh, I, I did and then like a big surgery scene that's really awful um, there's, <laughs> a, uh, there, there's a there's uh, a scene that I, but every one of those what's interesting is that you always have camera control but like you're yeah. being held down or you're strapped down or something so you can turn away from it you can choose uh,
0: totally not to watch did. it
3: I mean, see it like a woven yeah. of like closing your eyes. This is a
0: clever way to handle that.
3: Right?
1: Yeah. Does it yeah. does it take three hours for the title screen to pop up?
2: There's uh, <laughs> I haven't even I it's longer.
3: Or there is a <laughs> no the title screen, screen yeah. which yeah. some games have.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I played this whole it's, game and the title screen never popped up. Not till the credits. <laughs> yeah. But I also have been playing it in
2: a way where um I think it's really cool that uh, another Bethesda influence is that there's a little bit of Dishonored going on here and that um, you have the option to sneak around. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, an amazing stealth system. You just crouch and sneak around, and stay out of enemy sites, right? But the levels are built with tons of little interconnecting like crouch crawlways and tubes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the point is that if you get to these generals first and kill them, then uh, you're le- the rest level is really easy. Oh, so nice. you want to like do these like stealthy... Times and
0: then just pop out of everywhere, just be like so it's really funny. Dude,
3: that's awesome! Uh,
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Nobody's gonna play that game. Well, you know, it, now. it's funny that you mentioned that because you know, we actually got an email yeah, we got from a little while. we got an email from Vito in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Vito. Uh, he wrote us and said, "Well, two, 2017 has been an amazing year for game releases, and October has been great so far with Evil Within Two, Shadow of War, and South Park. Now, on October 27th, we have three major titles coming out: Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein 2, Assassin's Creed Origins. What is the rationale of releasing three titles like this all on the same day? Which game do you think will suffer the most from this crowded release date? And Sam, you think it's Wolfenstein?
1: Well, we yeah. thought for sure. I mean, not for sure. We speculated. Calculated months yeah. ago, when this first date became apparent, that somebody would move, right? And yeah, nobody did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and besides, what, what Bethesda, always, just, yeah, good. Just I, that's it. I'm just surprised Bethesda didn't move a week or two.
2: I just always think like people with switches can only play Mario, yeah. right? Yeah. So,
1: and then, and. It, a bunch of people have
2: access to Assassin's Creed because it's on all the systems, but also Wolfenstein. So then, I think the decision for a lot of people is between Assassin's Creed and Wolfenstein, and I'm pretty sure Assassin's Creed is just the more popular series. Yeah, that's, that's the only. Sure. Reason and it's we're saying had really it's not like a quality I thing. I feel like
3: anything. the taking a year off helped sort of the general perception of the series, and I feel like it's, it's just had a really good run of previews of like positive coverage. And Egypt mm-hmm. looks cool. We don't really have Egypt a lot of is Egypt like games. A totally good. I mean, Egypt people. is such a more immediately visually appealing setting than Victorian London mm-hmm. or, yep. you know,
1: France during the revolution. Um, I mean, it's the thing people have been asking for. for yeah. That, and, like, feudal Japan. Yeah, exactly. The
3: um, yeah, I think, sadly, it's going to be Wolfenstein. I also think, I think, like, you look at... Are, are we going to talk about MPD later? Yeah. Are, okay, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. but you look at, like, Nintendo has found magic with the Switch where the the attach rate is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's even insane on games. You should explain what attach rate attach is. Attach rate is just the uh, number of... Uh, Uh, For every every system sold, there's X amount of games. And so pretty much any major game that comes, it seems like an overwhelming majority of the people who own a Switch will buy that game there's just like brand loyalty. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen that in smaller games like Splatoon and Rabbids and so I can't imagine how successful that's going to be with a Mario games. Well, it's seemingly one of the best in
0: a long time. Like when the attach t- rate for Zelda was like more Over than one? more than 1. Per it was like per what's per
3: happening? Here?
2: Yeah, so to just to go into that a little bit, there's a little bit of a ratio. So if mm-hmm. you have an attach rate of like 72%, then yeah. it's like 72% of Switch owners bought this game. Yeah. But it was over
1: 100%. Yeah,
0: it was like 104% percent or something. Or people bought like collector's
3: yeah. editions. Yeah. Or
1: and it's still unclear to me if the Wii U had something to do with so, that. Yeah. Do you think like like the the outlook for Mario, knowing that like ARMS sold a million copies and Splatoon 2 sold multiple millions of copies, the outlook for Mario couldn't possibly be any higher from a sales standpoint?
2: Yeah. Aren't you guys excited that like we don't have to worry about the hard copies of that game not being in stores. Like there is a time where like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't get a system, but sometimes you couldn't get a triple A game until it was, you know, out for a few weeks. Like that's scary. Like
1: Zelda two in the eighties was famous for that. Nobody could get it in stores and it was out for three months. I want to give a, uh, I want to, before we move on, I want to give a special shout out to my boy, destiny two on the PC. Yeah, that's why I haven't. Well, we gonna I gonna thought you about, were literally going to
0: say my boy Destiny. Hold on, yeah. we were going to talk about Destiny too. Oh, why? Well, that's
1: why I haven't waited more. Like that's what I'm playing. Destiny. Oh, you're playing. Okay, like, yeah. I uh, waited for the PC release. I was secretly a big Destiny guy. Um, I put dozens and dozens of hours into that game, and you the expansions. That just makes you a noob. But, I mean, just like I didn't bring it. I played it pretty casually. Like I didn't really do the raids or much like that. I would, you know, level up until there was nothing left to do, then put the game down. And I really, really liked it. And um, like Destiny 2, like. It so you
0: actually got it. I saw you were tweeting. You're having trouble getting into the game last night.
1: Yeah, and then I followed up. I was a little snarky last night. I did get into the game.
3: What so um, Twitter's for? Wait, you were lit- like literally getting in, or like getting attached to it? Huh? You were having trouble literally launching, Log- the
4: game. logging oh, into okay. the game. Yeah,
1: yeah I was. Yeah. I just did the Greg Miller like PC gaming. Am I right? Thing, because
2: <laughs> but was there learning. was a universal. I mean, there were problem actual problems. Last
0: night. Last yeah.
1: Night. yeah, yeah. I eventually. Did you get banned? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <I> did <not laughs> did that. you hear about that? I did. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, mass banning.
1: Let me walk this back. Okay, <laughs> I started Destiny Two on PC and I like it a lot so far. I'm excited. That's, I'm excited for you to that's all finish I'm it. And, to say. Uh, and talk- you
2: were a Halo fan. Back yeah, then. yeah. Oh, big,
1: big Bungie fan. Big it's Destiny so- fan. <sighs> Yeah. The campaign is really good. It feels shooting yeah. in that game feels so good. Yep, Destiny One. I have never seen a bigger mismatch between gameplay and storytelling. Like mm. really excellent, incredible, nigh perfect yeah. gameplay, and just completely let down from a storytelling standpoint. It like so much better. And to see Destiny Two just re- them recognize that and rectify that is really satisfying. Yeah. So much. yeah,
3: have you got to the title screen? It's a really emotional moment when yeah. you see the title screen. <laughs> that's
1: that's right That's I'm a
3: really like top ten title screen moments. Ooh, it. You guys gotta stop. Brainstorming <laughs> great ideas <laughs>
1: during right. shows. I, and not, when You Two Features
3: guys get on the show, the, the fe- thing is, we brainstorm an idea and then we forget 45 minutes later. So. The
1: feature boys—that's my, that's my secret—is I'm always brainstorming.
3: Yeah.
0: No, I, brain. I played a bunch of uh, Destiny 2 on PS4 all by myself and was enjoying it quite a bit, quite uh, considerably more than the first game. Totally. And yeah, the villain is really cool and all that. However, I had I had a moment last night. Course when I had to install Assassin's Creed Origins, I had to delete something what to delete. And I thought about Destiny Two just because I know like I I've played a good chunk of it, but now I've got these other games I want to play. Realistically, when am I gonna get back to Destiny Two? But I went with Last of Us instead. Yeah. Yep. I Destiny. deleted The Witcher last night. Uh Oof. it's <laughs> such
3: <laughs> a painful,
1: like it's so like letting go. Like the thing is, like your heart knows you're you're done with a game before your brain yeah. it's actually vice versa. Like your brain knows you're done before your heart's willing to like let go of yeah. it. Like I finally deleted I played like four or five hours of Far Cry four and just never you know, just yeah, never you can, got back you can to it. Probably delete Far Cry Four. Well, I've just been holding on to it. I'm like, I'll get back to it, I'll get back to it. Then finally I'm like, you know what? it's probably not
3: going to um, happen
0: at this point. Seven stages of grief. I
3: Except that you can't, you can just bring your loved one
1: back
0: with know, a click like, of a button we're, in act, an hour. we're acting like this is much more <laughs> severe than it actually is. Yes, of course we can re-download the game. But
1: also
3: knowing that I can uh, just have it back in an hour.
1: That yeah. feel, there's definitely a, a certain amount of shame of deleting a game that you that you feel guilty for not playing
0: yeah, there's that part too, but it it is also totally stupid that just the reality of playing a new game on PS4 means I have to decide something old to delete. That's really dumb.
2: Did you guys hear that the Mario size, the file size, is five gigabytes? It's, what, what kind of wizard <laughs> wizardry? Is Nintendo. That's crazy. TV. It's be- it's because of a couple things, but it's mainly textures, which yes, which has lower textures, but it still that game so looks it's fine. still 720p. Yeah, don't worry be. about it. And then uh but it has uh no voice acting and has no FMV cutscenes.
1: How big are the wahoos? So
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's all it takes, right? It's, those are just
3: middies. But those are
2: the things that <laughs> are, are all
3: they're all foleyed.
1: So like the the yeah, the,
2: the Shadow of War f- you know file size is so yeah. much bigger.
0: Yeah. Well, That's the Shadow of War has got to be, like, the
1: audio. Shadow of War, Oh, well, I only yeah. played, like, five or six hours of that.
0: No, I was going to bring that up before we moved on. Uh, but I also wanted to say, yeah, uh, with Super Mario Odyssey, I think I'll just download that on yep. Friday. I did not pre-order from Amazon this time. Learned my lesson there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm totally downloading it. Yeah. But you'll have room with, I tested it, uh, if you have Zelda still on it, mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart, um, I had, I think, like, Stardew and Oxenfree. Do you have Rabbids? I had Rabbids. Yeah. And I still had room for Zelda.
3: I still haven't touched rabbits. Or, I mean, for Mario. Isn't it's really it good. Yeah, I know I need to Rabbids play it. It's really super good. 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 Going
2: digital
1: only on the Switch is the best decision, I mean. yeah. But I need to get a, get a bigger car. You, you have two children. Weren't those good decisions? Well, I'm, this, the going digital only on the Switch is better than the decisions. Decision. Decision. They're still good. <laughs> Incredible. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. They don't
0: watch the
2: show. More in the positive.
0: And up until last night when I started Assassin's Creed, I was still playing a lot of Shadow of War, which I still like a lot. And I know, Sam, you actually beat it I beat over the it. weekend. Oh,
2: it was so go. long. That game goes on and, <laughs> and on you on and,
0: on and on and you just didn't do all, any of the like collecting stuff. You just yeah, like plowed nothing. through the story. Went right like, through I've and I've been doing all the like extra ancillary yeah. stuff yep. too. I made, I uh, think that game is really fun.
2: I loved it. Douche the Maniac. Congratulations! You are now the the leader. Did you of see the of the, the, the
3: two big DLC drops. that, yeah. uh, that are going to happen. You play as the Elven girl. I didn't girl. Read that story. What is it? Well, one of them is yeah. you play as what's her the name, Elven Ranger. Laura, girl. Laura Bailey. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one is you play as the the dude, like the 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 Minasithil guy. Yeah, the Minasithil the guy that you rescued. Right, hmm? that you rescue. Yeah, at one yeah. Point. and it seems like seems great. It seems like yeah. that second one, especially, like it has you building an army of humans, which seems interesting. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's so clever. Yeah.
2: So. All right. Yep what do you yeah. think their taunts will be like it's finally
3: <laughs> all happening what if they're all just like really polite like okay. oh excuse me like I'm sorry I have to kill you But it's so, totally far- be those. <laughs>
1: yeah. it's so funny seeing that game take maybe it's not a hard right maybe we should have seen it coming but it turned into this different thing than people expected where like now it's like army versus army with you yeah. in the middle of it almost like Dynasty Warriors style Yeah, like. that's what the yeah. end game was yeah. totally all about yeah.
2: it's like you're in the middle of this giant battle and I would just like I would just hop in yeah. and convert a green you know like they turn green when you can convert them to your team, like I'd, I'd hop in and turn them to my side. Then hop and out, hop out yeah. and just be like, "All right,
0: I'll let you guys deal with this." Yeah,
2: it was great. It felt so good, and I like amassed this army that way. Yeah, and,
0: oh, yeah some of the some of this extra content is uh, it's planned up up until like May of 2018. Yeah, long, like six months out. A long time. When I saw that article, I was too scared to read it. <laughs> I just come. You don't want like, to. Like you have PTSD. Forty hours
2: yeah, that's, or like, that's mo- a lot of games.
0: I have a I have a gameplay help question for you. Yeah, uh, when you're gonna try and uh, siege a fortress. Mm-hmm. Uh, If the orc captains of of that fortress are a lot higher level than you are, should you wait? Should I wait and uh, level up and come back, or should I just try to?
2: Dan and I were of two opinions, and I think I'm right. Okay, (laughs) so uh, you can do uh, what you do is you look at the castle in your orc menu. Yeah, and then he has castle
0: level is like 250 or something.
2: Yeah, well he has those underlings. Yeah, there's a mission for each of those. Oh, uh, okay, so, so you can take them out. Yeah, you can take okay. them out. It makes it really easy yeah, to go. just, and okay. even if they're high level, and then they're your high level orcs. Yeah, okay. It solves those problems. That's my solution. Dan says you should just go for it because it doesn't matter. And uh, he said he got away with some pretty big disparities mm-hmm. when you're sieging. But if you're defending the disparities, you, you can get knocked
0: out of your castle. Pretty yeah, fast. yeah, interesting. All right. Uh, okay, moving on. Today we got a release date for Metal Gear Survive. Is it this year? It's not this year. Okay. Coming early next year, February 20th for Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive is the first post-Kojima Metal Gear game for Konami, and it's a very different Metal Gear game, a four-player cooperative zombie survival experience.
1: I mean, maybe that game's going to be terrible, but I feel like it's getting such a, uh, just as you said, the first post-Kojima Metal Gear game, and it's not, you know, a stealth espionage action game. It's, you know, a very different thing. So, like, Everyone's just so poised. Just the market conditions makes everyone so poised to hate on it that, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, that game could totally turn out decent.
3: February yeah. is a, a good time, time for, it, for it, it to come out because if it is a pleasant surprise, people will be like, oh, "I'll play it."
0: You know what, though? It's only it's a week exactly before Far Cry Far Five. Cry. Yeah. Ooh. So, I you know. Yeah. Far Cry's is a really big series, so mm-hmm. it only has a week to really they like that. They spotlight. like that January,
1: February, March.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Justin, uh I I don't know who this game is for, who the audience is for this game, who's looking forward to this game. I don't yeah. know. I have morbid curiosity for it. Well, yeah, I have morbid curiosity. It, yeah. But it seems almost like uh like what well, like Operation Raccoon City. Definitely yeah. has vibes of like Ooh, the spin-off I don't, I don't like that. The <laughs> spin-off that nobody was asking yeah, for, yeah. you know. Uh but we'll see. So, uh that actually uh reminds me. It's, it should be a good time to check in on the big games that are coming in early 2018 that we know uh, that have release dates hey, so far. Games. I was yeah. just about
3: to say, "Hey, big <laughs> Oh, that's really good, guys. <laughs> I was going to say the whole thing. And I'm like, "Oh, he keeps talking." There's so many things to say.
0: What What do you guys think? What's the first big game of 2018 that has a release date? I saw the sheet. Okay, so you, Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni two. Good no
3: job. Uh, we I had a brainstorm meeting the other day. Yeah, you didn't show up. Thanks, man. I didn't either. Nino Kuni you two know is was fine
1: to not it go. Was fine. Now it was we're on the show, and you're calling me out. <laughs>
2: I like this new segment. <laughs> what what meaning? Across the table. <laughs> what Meetings
1: did I skip?
0: Nino Kuni 2 is January 19th, then January 26th. The Day of Kings Monster Hunter World is out. Uh, as well as Dragon Ball Fighters.
1: Sorry for that Dragon Ball. Is it Fighters <laughs> is it Fighters Z? No, it's Fighters. It's
0: Fighters.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
3: Well, that's what it is, is it? Or fi- I don't know. A game well, that uh,
0: I you know I I have never watched Dragon Ball. I know nothing about it, but even I know that game looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. That's yeah, gorgeous. January 30th is Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. What's that? The Final Fantasy fighting game. Oh, that one.
3: Yeah. I played that in arcades in Japan, and it has uh, a very long tutorial, not in my native tongue, and it was the most incomprehensible. After game you put played. your yen in, oh yeah, a long tutorial <laughs> in the arcade. Yeah, and yeah. it was Andrew and the I were playing. Person behind you is just like Andrew and I were playing, and I was like, I don't understand any of this. Also, apparently, Japanese arcade games just have very long tutorials because Zach and I wanted to play. There's a Luigi's Mansion game yeah. where you have like an actual gun, oh, weird. but again, a very long tutorial, and I'm like, there's one button on this what thing, and I'm assuming I just have point to tell you? suck. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, February 13th is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Wow. This yeah, is wait. the, that's the realistic medieval RPG. I'm
1: yep. excited for that. Game. Don't call it Skyrim.
0: Well, it's not Skyrim. I know. It's ground it's Skyrim without dragons or magic or magic or any giants. And it <laughs> smells really
3: bad. Or Argonians. <laughs> Probably uh, a lot yeah. of diseases. Yep. Yeah. It's placed back in Game of Thrones time.
1: So. Game uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Uh, hopefully, I mean, maybe we'll see how it turns out, but I think it's going to be a Kickstarter success story. Yeah, its origin was it was uh, crowdfunded, and then they just keep everything they've shown off just. Yeah. that coming to consoles better. or is that for? Yeah, it is. but into, I don't know if it's coming. Probably, to probably consoles
0: not at launch. Yeah, it. it's interesting you mentioned uh, Kickstarter. I read an article the other day that uh, it's or a uh, study that found that uh, the amount of games that fail like greatly uh, outweigh the games that reach more their value. that reach yeah. their goal. It's like and we it's just like, don't hear about. It's more that? like it's, it's like a factor of two. It's yeah. Like, what a shame. twice as many games fail even as from like big devs like we had Sweary's game uh, yeah. the uh, the good life the one Oh,
1: do you like- mean games that aren't funded? That yes. aren't funded, yeah. Oh, not games that, that never reach know. their Nothing goal. Not ever. games that like eat your money. No, no
0: yeah, just yeah. games that never even reach their don't goal. Don't
1: reach their, So 2 to 1 they don't reach their funding goal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Uh February 15th is sick, Secret of Mana. This is the remake, right? Remind me what this yeah, is. They announced uh, uh, uh,
3: it it looks like uh the full 3D Full 3D, but remake. it looks like chibi. Like it almost yeah. looks like the uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Re- yeah, or like the three remake for game yeah, for game DS. For DS, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: hated that style. I hope Secret of Mana looks better than that. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no one's asking for that low poly chibi. Also, art style. just now, Square's released.
3: super into it. Just though. released the super just Nintendo version. Secret of
0: Mana on, on Switch. The pixel art is so Cave much Story better. Cave Story had that too. Yeah.
2: And Cave Story is uh, one Cave of the best Story looking did a games. Bad 3D. Yeah. That's yeah. Style. Like, Secret of
3: yeah. Mana's on the SNES Classic, which is great, but like, I would love it on Switch. Yeah. I would play it on the go. And also, Japan got the Setsu trilogy. Mm-hmm.
4: Which was- yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it, it's, it's mono 1, 2, and 3. And That's the, what they the call 3 it, right? never came out. Yeah. yeah, and 3 is on Super Nintendo. And it's a super cool multiplayer, beautiful 16-bit game that would also be ruined with a polygon texture. Yeah.
0: February 20th is Metal Gear Survive. 27th is Far Cry 5. And then we know of two games in March. Uh, March 16th is The Crew 2. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and March 20th is Yakuza 6. There are so like there are, many yakuza I games. I want to be in a train crew. I feel like there's at least two yakuza games that release every year. because yeah, well, there are
4: now.
1: It, like, I crazy. mean, it's so interesting that people were howling that, about you know these games not being localized yeah. or uh, like it, like that felt like a franchise on the ropes. And now, I guess they must be selling well enough for Sega yeah. to have, you know kind of taken it a little bit more seriously. But now suddenly, what? So there is one through five, and then the remake of one, and then zero, and there's then there's like, a remake of Kauai? two. Why is that? What the remakes are called?
3: Hawaii. There's a word. Yakuza. Uh, yeah, it's something, something like, like Hawaii, like but it's not Kawaii. Yeah. <laughs> if you just Google that,
1: it'll turn up. It's fine. Uh, it's
0: journalism. Yeah. Yeah. The Yakuza series, man. It's big now.
1: I've yeah. never been into them. Max loves them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're more like goofier open world games sort of like Like
1: like self-aware Shenmue yeah Yeah. and they're secretly like they're not kind of that open world like the world is
3: yeah
0: you're right it's dense as
1: hell though I'm really fascinated by really dense smaller open spaces Persona has that same vibe (laughs) yeah Um, Mario Mario yeah (laughs) it's true it's the opposite of Zelda yeah
0: uh, there are, of course, other big games coming early next year that don't have release dates yet. God of War, we're expecting. Yeah. To have. Red Dead Redemption 2, Ooh. it's supposed to be spring. Yeah, sea of Peter Thieves, Spider Man. Spider-Man. You, you expect uh, Spider Man like early oh, 2018?
1: I guess I was just thinking last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't
3: expect now. God of War early 2018.
1: Yeah. I think they'll split God that's of War. That's what they inside. said at I E3. I mean, I mean maybe it's not
0: the case anymore, but that's it's hard. Said, yeah, hard. I
3: mean, we don't like know. early 2018. so many games with those two, and Detroit, and Shadow
1: of Colossus. Like, something will be coming in
3: the
0: first
1: half. Worth, I mean, Spider-Man is the third-party game, and God of War is first-party. I know that once an exclusive; they're both exclusive. But well, technically, it's published by Sony, so it's first-party.
3: I mean, but uh, it's Sony yeah. X. X developing it, and they work on the, so work on the, the games way. that are not only Sony. Right? It's Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, but speaking of those Sony games, we might learn something more this coming Monday. Oh yes, early Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, Sony is hosting a press conference at Paris Games Week, and we will be covering that conference here at IGN. Uh, Marty and Alana and I will be up early Monday morning. It's 8 a.m. Pacific time when oh, yeah. it starts. We'll, we'll be so starting sorry. our pre-show. Or st- our pre-show pre-show starts at 7.30 a.m. Pacific time, Archie. Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll set the stage for you. We'll all watch the conference together. And then afterwards, our post-show will break down all the big announcements. Yeah. We are expecting some big announcements next Monday. Yeah.
2: Sure, between that and PSX.
0: From Sony. Yeah. There's
2: yeah. two Sony press conferences before
0: yeah. the end of the year. No. No, yeah there we've heard they're on Yeah, there is only one. <laughs> oh, okay. We've
3: heard they're going pretty pretty big on uh, on Paris.
1: So yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Doubling yeah. down on Paris, Paris Games Week. Paris Games here.
1: Week being timed so late in the fall is always an interesting show because uh, y- that show really lives or dies based off of uh, is the timing right for a company like Sony or Ubisoft to really have a lot to talk about. In some years it's gigantic if if you know they do have a lot to talk about to set up the following year, and then sometimes, you know, it's like a dark year for them and they don't. So
0: yeah, yeah. that's true. All right, moving on. uh, Revisiting the topic from last week, EA shut down Visceral Games, which was working on a single-player linear Star Wars game. And now EA is sort of pivoting that, uh, recalibrating it into what they describe as an experience that will keep players coming back for a long time, which we interpret to mean a Destiny-like game as service. Uh... And GamesIndustry.biz talked to an ex-Visceral dev who had some interesting things to say. This is someone who served as a senior level designer and worked on Battlefield Hardline, although he was no longer at Visceral when Visceral was shut down. But he still had some interesting insights. Uh, first of all, he said the assertion that single-player linear games are going to disappear is totally absurd, which is true. You know, We, we, we pointed out last week how many great single-player experiences there are just this year. Also on October 27th, how many yeah. there are. Exactly. But he does say EA might not be the company that carries that torch, but there are so many groups out there that are passionate about this kind of game that they won't go away. But that seems, that seems very telling to me that, you know, this particular dev does not seem to expect single-player linear experiences from EA. Has EA has Star
2: Wars. They have the Star Wars license. That's, yeah, that's the I know. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So EA doesn't want to make them, but so who's going to make our single-player Star Wars game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, He says, personally, I'd like to see fewer games with higher quality across the board, which is probably what will happen. I don't know about that. Fewer games from EA or fewer games from the industry? Yeah, I don't know. We're definitely getting more games. Uh, uh, This part was interesting to me. He said, we're also going to continue to see developments in production pipelines that will dramatically reduce the cost of asset generation, which will benefit everyone. And wh- why mention that? What does that have to do well, with?
1: We know. I mean, EA moves all their games to Frostbite, and uh, there's some belly aching about why do they want every single game on one engine? Mm. And they do that for this asset sharing reason. They're on record. They talked to me about this at E3 maybe two years ago. Um, uh, if they build a helicopter once, they can deploy that across any game. Like there, there's not yeah. going to be you know one team in Vancouver building a building a helicopter for the military mm-hmm. game and another team you know in Tiburon building a helicopter for <laughs> their yeah. Madden game I don't know why I was about to say Star Wars um, don't put a helicopter in Star Wars it'd be weird yeah so it, th- like it gets weird when you're talking about something like Star Wars but even like like desert textures, like stuff An like explosion. that. explosion,
3: yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: like particle effects for fire. Like they don't want to have, you know, just people's 10,000 developers spread all around the world replicating something that someone else has already solved. Yeah, sure. And so they're moving all their games to one engine to... uh to, to, you know, share assets whenever they can.
3: Yeah, and EA isn't the only one that does that. Like, you know, we saw Kojima's using uh, the Decima engine for Death Stranding, which is what also uh, Horizon's built on, but also Sony has this internal thing called ICE, which is pretty much shared tech between all Sony first-party studios that, like... If it might be less like here's a rock and more of like here is the here is an insane algorithm for how to make dynamic fire.
1: And then any team can or use draw that a tree or
3: draw a tree. Yeah. yeah. And I so, should say
1: that sorry, the last point I want to make about this because I saw it in the comments was uh, like won't that make every game feel the same? And the answer is that they use those assets as like a starting off point. <laughs> like it's not like each game is gonna have five identical helicopters. They can take that and then, you know, tweak it for you know, three days to customize it and work in their setting in their game mm. um, instead of building it from scratch, which would take you know three weeks.
0: Yeah, I just wonder how this is relevant to the visceral situation. Like, was there a, a bottleneck problem? Like, was it with the asset production? Like, uh, they wanted it to look system? really unique or something. Or I don't know. Was that was this one of the problems with the game? Maybe yeah,
1: Star Wars didn't fit into that workflow. Like, everything didn't yeah. have to be built from scratch.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe.
2: Maybe they just want to use a bunch of Battlefront stuff and everything they do.
0: Maybe. Uh, and then uh, he does uh, have some good quotes about his time at Visceral and working on Dead Space. He says, I have a lot of really good friends there that were spectacularly talented, and Dead Space 2 is one of my all-time favorite games. We'll always have Dead Space 2, but there was a lightning in a bottle there that will never be recaptured. It's the same with a lot of the greatest games. They're just a moment in time where the stars aligned and everything came together. And yeah, we talked about last week how a, a lot of the key members that worked on Dead Space and Dead Space 2 are no longer at Visceral, right? Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. Moved on to places like Sledgehammer.
2: It's like Paul's Boutique, right? It's like. Like the yeah. Beastie Boys yeah. have this great album that they worked with. Some oh, great yeah, DJs that on.
0: Is, there's l- no way that album could be made today. Yeah.
2: yeah, it can't be made today. And then, like, the particular parties involved and they're, what they were listening to is all sampled in a really interesting way. And yeah. like, it's just never going to happen again. Yeah.
1: I mean, well, I mean, yeah, game development just seems impossible. AAA game development seems impossibly hard. And I think it's a miracle that these games ever come. There's like yeah. just thousands of people across so many dis- different disciplines, and to set a vision years in advance and have it all come together like the, oftentimes games aren't even playable until you know near the end. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable. Hopefully, that's getting
2: better with development. Share like sharing assets is one thing, but also just like tools to make games getting easier. Like the games yeah. have to get easier to make. Like they're yeah. they're so hard. When the Shadow of War credits.
0: <laughs> how are they really they're long they're
2: unbelievable <clears throat> they're unbelievable they go on for 20 minutes and you can fa- i found out you can fast forward but i didn't want to i always respect no, the i, I try so to i much. try yeah. to watch and credits. like on a serious note there's three obituaries during the credits that's insane that's how long yeah. the game was developed more that's how many people it touched you know, they have nothing in common with each other, but it's like there's people lives, so many people lives. Are, yeah, and then th- that too. That's always listed, also, right? And patents and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like just shows you, like, man, there's like a worldwide effort to make these huge yeah, yeah. games. I don't think that's very sustainable, honestly. And you see people getting losing their jobs at a studio and going to another studio
1: so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, then I get on GameScoop and I'm like, "Nah, I don't like the way Italian feels." We move on <laughs> to the next game. It's like well. but it's, you know, we all love game
2: developers and respect yeah. them because they do sure. amazing things. Yeah. And like we we cr- criticize the art and not the artist.
0: Uh, Dead Space is a beloved horror series. I think people would love to see more of that someday. But uh, final thoughts from uh, this ex-visceral developer is that horror games in general are expensive to make and hard to sell. People would give us the feedback that they love Dead Space but don't buy it because it's too scary kind of works against itself you can't sell games to a market that wants them to exist but doesn't want to buy them yeah. <laughs> it's pretty it's good it's funny how like pretty
3: movies can work just fine but i feel like it's also like a 90 minute thing and yeah like, i can go there and i could be in a crowd and like, mm-hmm. you can laugh as everyone's scared and then walk out whereas like evil within is just, like this is 20 hours and you
0: we're gonna we're gonna mess with your brain there's also the interactivity yeah, yeah. Part I about too. that that's really astute yeah.
2: i think Whoa. that's a really neat yeah thing. Difference between movies and, and maybe even TV shows that like you binge watch that are yeah, horror, totally. like that's a lot, you know? Yeah, TV shows about serial killers that you binge watch,
0: that's yeah, a lot to watch. Yeah, we watched all of Mind Hunter recently, which is good, it's totally worth watching. It's David Fincher. Uh, did you finish? Have you watched it, Marty? No, okay, I'll add that to the pile of oh my god, there's so much, <laughs> yeah, shame pile. <laughs> uh, and then last week, EA said, uh, part of it's you know, it's thinking. Process uh, for repositioning the Star Wars game is that it's been looking at market trends and uh, talking to gamers about you know what will keep them coming back to play this game for a long time. And when you look at the news this week, uh, MPD data from September that Destiny Two is the best-selling game of the year. Yeah, that's like like that's your that's your data right there. Man, in three weeks. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's wild. It took. What six months to dethrone Ghost Recon Wildlands, yeah. which is still number two, yeah. still the number two game of the year. I have a feeling that'll be dropping off with quite a few of the upcoming releases. I would think so. And Call but Duty but As
2: we said before, like it's hard for Switch to compete with that because it's one system as opposed but, to these cross-platform. Yeah.
0: Zelda is in there. Zelda's in the top ten. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> also in the top ten, Grand Theft Auto Five.
2: I hear Pokemon could be a big yeah for sure sales too. So we'll see.
0: Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah, that comes out. There's that second biggest day of the year. Yeah, that's there's the another big that, one.
3: Uh, Battlefront, Battlefront, Pokemon, Skyrim on Switch, Justice League, and The Punisher. And uh, the same Spider-Man. week is all a Noir on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next week is Thanksgiving, and that's when Turkey. Mm-hmm. Turkey releases.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ava's house. <laughs>
0: I'm sick of these annualized turkeys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: every year. Thanksgiving needs to take a year off. They just cook up the same turkey every, every year. Every year. They just use they use last year's assets. <laughs> yeah. And IGN always gives it a nine.
1: <laughs> Everyone just keeps eating it up.
0: Turkey hat. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey
2: listeners. Hey listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded remiss. Yeah, Ugh, listeners. <laughs> I like the listeners.
0: This is Robert in West Palm Beach. Ooh. It's our second Florida email this week. It's happening. I, well, I hope
2: thick. you're staying high and
0: dry. He says, I live in Florida, but I've been following this little Japanese game, City Shrouded in Shadow, for nearly two years. It's a mashup of giant monster properties, Gamera, Godzilla, Ultraman, plus the anime, Evangelion, oh. and Pat what? Labor.
1: What? These are words I, I Yeah,
0: don't know. so I, I wasn't familiar with this game, but I watched the trailer, and yeah, it's like you are a human in a city that's being attacked by giant monsters and you're trying to like survive and escape.
1: Is it like two D like a three D like yeah, three like style
0: or I don't know if it's triple but it's like it looks good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he says I'm a huge fan of all these series and the trailer looks like the coolest thing ever unfortunately it was never announced for a stateside release and due to the complexity of property rights to those franchises outside of Japan it likely never will
1: oh it's actually licensed it's it's like it really Godzilla, Godzilla and, and Ultraman and Evangelion
0: what yes.
4: <laughs> it's crazy what? Yeah,
0: it's crazy what's the title again uh, city Shrouded in Shadow. Oh my God. We'll
3: also, you're, someone's going to say you're going to put the SH under city and it's just going to be yeah. cusses. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's the, uh, if it's bad, that's your strap line yeah. right there.
3: You can import any of
0: <laughs> these. says, My question to you is How do you feel about importing games or downloading Legal. games via, uh, via a foreign account? Should companies think about releasing Asian games with English subtitles? I personally would buy this and many other titles in a heartbeat if that were to start happening with more frequency. Uh, so first I think importing games I've always thought importing games is cool yeah yeah it used to be so much harder when we were kids yeah but like my favorite thing in uh, in in video game magazines is the ads in the back of yeah. it uh these like full two page spreads yeah. of these bizarre companies that would import games for systems like the PC Engine, yeah. MSX and the Mega Drive and it's like it all seems so cool yes. and foreign to me.
1: Japan was this mythical land where they video have all games, these games there that. And then you'd be on, We don't get. Did you know that there's already a Mario 3? What? Out in Japan yeah. and like and then games like dozens and dozens of games like the idea of a game just not coming out here that you know we, we care about that's like a AAA notable thing that we just yeah. don't get seems crazy like it just doesn't happen anymore. The world's a more global place, but that used to be that used to be how it worked. Like yeah. big stuff would not be localized.
0: Yeah, uh, it's easier today to import stuff with the internet and sites and that's like a PS4 game. Uh, yeah, So, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, there's sites like Play Asia that are great for that sort of thing, and they'll even like uh, they they. Uh, note when a game is in English or available in English. Well, it's yeah. digital it's too. I mean, you could also create a Japanese. Well, account. Well, that's the so. that's the other part yeah. of the aspect. Yeah, it couldn't be easier. I don't think there's anything wrong with creating a, a, an account in a different territory and downloading. This the game, only thing's so. going to be no, is we do it here.
3: I imagine if they're not bringing it to the states, that's not going to be localized. So you're going to have to stumble I, I through the kanji.
2: It'd be really nice is if Sony made it possible for fans to upload uh, like just subtitle packages for anything, let alone yeah. an import game. In yeah. any language, the fan community because would a lot take of games of don't get localized yeah. to a lot of languages. Like there's whole, you know, sections of the world that would want to yeah. play a game that probably never got localized. It's not it's just a Japanese America thing. I mean, that's the, like if fans would do this all the time, yeah, they do it all I mean, the time. The only but they way they I was able to steal the game to
3: do it. The only way I've ever been able to play Mother 3 was yeah. because fans, yeah. uh, you know, translated it. And it's
2: too bad because you have to play a ROM to do that. Yeah, and Whereas I would like, give Nintendo like, so much money if they just well, gave it, or to if me. you could just buy the actual game and then just, you know. On a Thumb thumbstick, stick. put yeah, put totally. like a file on there that would like have some fans do the work for you. But I yeah. know licensing yeah. makes that impossible. It's just it's a good
3: idea. Also, I would that like I'd put movies like movies. the word fart somewhere in the game. Just right. like I'd hide fart, fart, I'd hide fart. fart, fart. fart. You just yeah. name a
1: character fart.
0: Ooh, um, Evangelion's name is fart.
1: Last game I can remember importing was Mr. Driller on the DS. From PlayAsia. Oh, interesting. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah.
0: They did they not release Mr. Driller here?
1: Not. It was around the launch of the DS, and I, I my memory's fuzzy. I don't remember what was especially notable, but there was some especially dope ass Mr. Driller game that was <laughs> Japan only, and then importing was the only way to get a hold
2: of it. Elite Beat Agents. What's the other?
1: Attempts. Oh, and Don. yeah. Oh, and, oh, and then, then. I, had, People, I imported
2: both of those. That was too. probably one of the most imported games ever because everybody yep. played it.
3: And then there was yeah. what is that one game? Jose Love the Rhythm, rhythm Heaven. Rhythm, yep, Tengoku? rhythm Heaven eventually came out here, yeah. but
1: it was Rhythm Tengoku Japan only for a while.
0: The last game I imported was Puyo Puyo Tetris for PS4. That's a good and one. then, like, right after that, they announced it was they were releasing it yeah. here. Damn it. Oh, oh okay.
2: <laughs> I imported Sonic Ultimate Mega Drive Collection what? instead of the Genesis Collection.
0: Oh, just because there's a different Because it came with a game.
2: promotional record.
0: Mm, that's LP. cool. Right? Uh, yeah. But is it the same Genesis game Genesis Music. Is it the same game list?
2: Uh, it was slightly different, yeah. which was cool. Interesting. And it played it's, just fine. Just yeah. popped into the PS3 or whatever. Just like
0: how the game list on the... Super NES Classic and the Super Famicom. Yeah, it was just slightly
2: different. It's always soccer games. Mm -hmm.
0: Kiki. Kiki. Oh, Kiki, as they call it. Uh, This is Cody. Hey, Cody. Uh, Probably from Final Fight, I assume. Says, (laughs) with the Wii Shop channel closing up soon... Does it make you reconsider buying games physically over digitally? For instance, I've had a philosophy with the Switch to go all digital to double down on the convenience factor by not having to carry games with me. But considering what's happening to the Wii, this gives me pause. I know it's not a huge deal as long as I can play and experience games here and now in this generation. But looking to the future, the collector side of my brain is telling me to buy games on cartridge now so that in the event of the Switch eShop closing in the future, I'll have nothing to worry about. Am I being too paranoid or do you guys feel at all the same way?
3: No, uh, I it's think a it's complex a complex issue. It's a complex issue and a pretty valid concern. Uh, yeah. we saw stuff like uh, a lot of the Activision licensed downloadable games like Turtles games and and disappearing. This disappear and so if you have it downloaded you're fine, but like you can't go back and buy those games and I'm not yeah. sure what happens if you delete it off your hard drive if you can re-download it mm-hmm. or if it's in like that I mean then PT Literally, if you don't have it downloaded, you never can, in theory, play that game yeah. again. So, if you know there's ever sort of a giant public divorce between a creator and a company, maybe that would happen to an actually release game.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is something that uh, like I'm happy to talk about now, exploring on too. But I kind of it's been on my mind to like write about a little bit, like digital versus physical. For a long time, I insist on buying physical games because I disliked that you don't technically own your digital games. You're buying a license to play that game, and I don't like that. I can't turn this thing that I paid sixty dollars for into cash. Should I want to? Or, or I can't out. let my friend play it. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't loan it to my friend. Um, like sharing permissions could be built in, but there's no sort of sense of like, you know, liquidating you yeah. know your thing. That if you spend six six hundred dollars to buy ten games, you can turn those into three hundred dollars. But you can't do that if you bought them digitally.
3: Yeah, but then there's also the convenience of I love the fact that I have like a dozen games on my Switch. And yeah. I can all yeah. I have to do when I travel is yeah. just bring my Switch with me. I don't have to worry about bringing all the games. And
1: Switch is kind of a special case since it is a portable console. Yeah,
3: so the Vita. Yeah, it's yeah. A little bit different. I want to
1: do it digital only, and I do. I do. I did bite the bullet and choose to go digital only on the Switch. And I don't regret it. I, the older I get, the less I sort of think about video games and game collections as being permanent. I kind of just assume, like you know, I got the SNES Classic, even though I have those SNES carts in my closet. And I assume that in another 10 years, there'll be something else. Like, you know, I'll be picking up those games another day. Yeah. Like not, I, I've lost, like, everything is just sort of something that I kind of accept that I'm going to enjoy for a window of time. I collected
3: so many DVDs and Blu-rays. Exactly. I had like probably 500. And then I haven't bought one in years. Yep. And I'm just like, well, it's streaming on something, uh, th- something that I subscribe to. Or if I really want to see, I'll just buy it or rent it. That's what prompted. I mean, I
1: care a tremendous amount about video game preservation and collecting and, you know, the rights of the consumer. But what prompted my thinking around this was actually Blu rays because I own all the Marvel movies on Blu ray. And it's not because I'm the world's biggest Marvel fan. I just like, you know, I like having a complete collection. But it dawned on me that, like, I'm going to get a 4K TV pretty soon. And these aren't 4K Blu rays. So I'm like, well, crap, like I've already bought, like I'm already like one format behind. And then those Blu-rays are only going to look weirder and weirder. And like, it's going to be like my grandparents clinging to their VHS tapes. And I'm like, grandma, you got to get rid of those. But
2: As you're saying, at least you can liquidate
1: them now instead of your digital copies. Well, and so I never, I always for years, I'm like, who would buy digital movies? Who's going to give Amazon $20 to have a digital copy of Guardians of the Galaxy 2? But now, in some ways, that digital copy is more future proof than owning it on Blu ray. Like, I don't really know. Like, if you own a 1080p digital copy of Guardians, what happens when 4K, 8K, like the formats continue to advance? Like, can you pay a few dollars to like, upgrade your digital copy? Like, yeah. digital collections, in some ways, feel more permanent and future proof as, as uh, physical mediums continue to move on and improve. What a time to be alive.
2: I just, one comment is that if you are like me and a collector, there's things to pay attention to with uh, physical copies where, like, I I just, my rule is like, I'm going to buy a game that I think I'll never be able to see again in person and look good on the shelf and, like, it's going to be a rare game. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a a good rule of thumb. Popular games, I'm fine doing digital because those will always be around. Mm. And then the digital, like, rare games that might go away on a hard drive, like, that's for somebody else to collect. I mean, I that's like, not my thing I, I want cool rare physical copies part of
3: mine was definitely that I was much more of a collector when I had a lot more space like when I lived in Wisconsin yeah. I had like a two bedroom apartment yeah. but now that I just have a single bedroom in like mm-hmm. a five bedroom uh, apartment that I share with people I dipped off and I feel like if it came back again and then if I did like have my own place yeah. then I would feel more inclined to sort of collect things and display them yeah, yeah. yeah. Mean, lots of us just have that storage units we feel very yeah I was about, about to say that's yeah, San Francisco so. in a nutshell I guess
1: <laughs> I've I've I hate to do the as a father thing, but it is true that my thinking on this topic has evolved as I had a kid and then had a second kid. Um, You're collecting kids. My games are <laughs> my kids. You didn't you didn't decide to go digital with kids? I've given up. I have <laughs> a I have a pretty big uh, board game collection, and like my daughter got a hold of one, like messed up, like you know tore different parts of it up, and like it's not tore good. it up like a yeah, cat. Well, she was just like playing with some of the cards, and they got messed up. Yeah. yeah. Cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> And like so, that and other things like that have just sort of evolved. That's what's contributed to my feeling of mm-hmm. like, look, I'm just paying sixty dollars to have access to this thing for the couple of years that I'm really going to care about playing it, and assume that down the line, you know, like my situation will be different. What
2: do you do with your Shuriken collection? Yeah, my katanas. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've actually kind of done a complete one eighty on the topic, and I don't, I'm not, I don't have a collector mentality at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sam, do you know the kill date on the Wii eShop?
3: I don't know off the
1: top
0: of my head. Early next year, right? Spring? Oh, is it that long?
3: I, I thought it was, it was like this period. month or something. Oh no, it's twenty eighteen.
1: Okay. There's two kill dates. There's the buy the date where you can't buy anything anymore, and then the date that it just completely goes offline.
0: What's the point of it being there if you can't buy anything well, from it? Maybe
1: that's it? not quite right. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's the download date. Like the buy date and the download date. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's I read that. Like uh, yeah. Like the certain services being sunsetted in a couple of stages. Yeah.
2: If we want to write about that or anything, it would be fun to stuff a Wii with some of, some of the things a, that we think will be
3: rare. Uh, we talked about that in the meeting the other day. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm totally. Oh, you went uh, to that meeting? I would love to. I spend, just went to that meeting. Yeah. <laughs> we could spend a couple hundred bucks and make like a Wii system that Ooh. we could use for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I
0: love that. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, all right. A couple episodes ago, we put out a call for envelope art. Uh, and we've started. We've started getting some in. This is so share cool. Here. Yeah. You have
1: no idea. As a kid that grew up a life on the AM and Game Show, that's for a so
3: band. good.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a really story. good one. And I like that every the three of you thought this was a Dracula. Yeah, it's, it's a Dracula. definitely a Dracula. No, well, this is, he has a tie though, so I can't think of his name. But uh, Killer Seven. Cool. And yeah.
3: uh, we were just talking Dude from Harman
0: Killer Seven. Aren't they all named Harmon.
3: Timely. <laughs> I think they are. They're all. <laughs> they're all like this. And this one, of Harmon.
0: This one was actually dropped off here. Because he says, wow. I was going to mail this, but I work across the street. What? Nick. Americans? <laughs> His name is Nick. <laughs> is he uh, he says, hey Omega Cops, I've been listening since 2006. Wow. And love the show. Sincerely, thank you. Current and past members of the Scoop crew alike. I heard your call for envelope art and have some fond memories of 90s era Nintendo Power art, so I wanted to contribute. Here's a piece featuring Killer7's uh, Kunlan. Lan. Kun Lan. Uh, if you like it, you can find me on Instagram at Nick Arcity. N I C K A R C I D Y if you want to check out more of his That's work.
1: That's so cool. And now that I look at it more closely, yeah. You, at a glance it looks like a Dracula.
0: Yeah. No, it's not. And this one is made to look like a switch. So cute. <laughs> That's really cool. This is uh Is it done M with paper? Over camp too. Yeah. Like it's not it's even? like it's layered. Yeah, it's layered. This is Great. a craft. this is actually like crafts. Yeah.
1: It's a it's a paper craft switch.
0: Yeah. I'm calling it.
1: I, I so badly want this to become a thing. This
0: yeah. is Matt Madison. Matt in Madison says, Hey, Damon, the rest of the Omega Cops. Since I'm a big fan of Game Scoop and a big fan of envelope art, as well as a big fan of run-on sentences, I was excited to see that you would show envelope art if we sent it in, so I decided to make an envelope, an envelope based on everyone's favorite new console and send it in with hopes of seeing it on the show. Look how good that looks. Oh, it's even the reflection, yeah, It's a real switch. Two switches. He also sent in uh, a twenty questions uh, suggestion, which we're not going to use because it's Jumpman Junior. Oh boy, which oh. is he says is his favorite Commodore sixty four game. I do
2: not even know the music for it.
0: But do you think you could get there? Well, <laughs> if th- Jumpman Junior were the game, could you? Were, would you be able to get there? I'd, I, I could have gotten there. You could not I'm have. Making gotten that there. call. You could <laughs> not have gotten there.
2: No, I've I've talked about Jumpman Junior within the past. I've tweeted about Jumpman Junior in the past two months.
1: Damon, if someone wants to send us envelope art, what should they? What can they do?
0: Send it to you. 625 2nd Street, 4th Floor, San Francisco, California, 94107. To GameScoop attention me, Damon Hatfield. And we'll share it here on the show. Put
1: the me in there. There's yeah. also, there's
0: <laughs> me, also variations hats. of that. You can do Damie Hats. Damie Hats, yeah. Or Demon Hatefield. Yeah. If, if it's only during Halloween time.
1: Is Demon Hatefield your Twitter name? Yeah. In October? Yeah.
0: That's a good one. And that's actually an old uh, IGN reference. We did a, Ty and I did a really dumb video way back in the day uh, where we, uh, it was a feature on scary games. And uh, finally, the last one is a little bit different. It's not envelope art, but this is uh, Brenton in Dallas, Texas. He said, last episode, you asked for listeners to send in artwork. I know it's not the type of magazine art you guys were talking about, but I thought you guys might at least get a kick out of what I'm sending you. When I was just a kiddo, I was obsessed with Super Mario 64 and would spend my days at school making up stories and adventures for Mario and his companions. I would draw them out and share them with other kids during lunch. I don't have many of them left, but I did manage to save a couple of those stories. I sent you one of those stories, but if you want me to send the other, just let me know. I will mail it in. Uh, You guys do a fantastic job, and I look forward to Gamescoop and MVC every week. So I can't believe he actually sent this to us because this is like a part it's of his
1: from back in the day childhood. I feel like we should send it back. Like, uh, it's yeah,
0: really I mean, cool. maybe like, yeah. Uh, I'll describe. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, uh, wait till you guys see. This it is first. gonna be hard to see. So I'll describe what is happening here. It's a it's a black and white like pencil drawing of Mario. It's like set up like a comic strip where he's running around doing things. So in this story, uh, there's a card. He gets a card that says, "Dear Mario, I've baked you a pie. <laughs> I baked a pie for you, Peach. Princess not a cake Peach. this time. So he goes to I'm the castle. Be honest, Brent. He gets to the derivative. castle. He gets to the castle. He's confused. She's not there. He hears Mario help. He goes into a painting. Uh, falls through some blackness and he lands with a thunk. Oh! <laughs> Continues on the back. It's a side. whole like yeah. comic. Like then it, it says this is part two. He jumps over some fire. He goes into some blackness. He hears a ha ha ha. It's, it's Bowser. Bowser. He says, it. "You fell into my trap, wrong." And then uh, Bowser says, "Fool! I wrote the letter to fool you." <gasps> Twist. Twist. Now you will die. Bowser tells Mario, now you will die. And then it says... Hold
2: up that one now.
0: To be continued. All right, here's Peach's Peril, episode two. Wait, that episode ended? Yeah. Yeah. Bowser blows some fire, and it says crackle, and Mario does a backflip over the fire. Then he jumps up. He punches and kicks Mario at the the same time. It says double pow. Then Bowser's dead. What? And he blows up. I like that. That's a nice detail because at the end of uh, Mario 64... Uh, Bowser blows up. That's- oh, <laughs> I really
1: like I really like this.
0: Yeah. So Peach, are you okay? Peach says thank you, Mario. Then it says the end, or is it? Probably isn't. Probably not the end of Mario. But yeah, I can't believe he sent this into us.
2: I like It's on, it's on two types of paper. Yep. Seems like something you'd pass in a school.
0: Very cool. Yes. Nope, Brenton well. in Dallas, Texas. Thank you for sharing that with us. So oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, and that brings us to video game twenty questions. Our suggestion this week comes from David K. Is it David Cage? Is it Jumpman Just Junior? David K. And it is not Jumpman Junior. That's it's a, a hint. The bonus hint. Yeah, a freebie. Let the questioning begin.
1: Uh, does this? Do you fight bosses in this game?
0: What? God, why do you? Why hmm. do you fight bosses? Yeah. What actually, do you, I'm gonna say
3: probably. Alright, it's not Mega Man. <laughs> Probably. Well honestly, okay. I was I was a little against your question. Uh is this uh before January first, two thousand?
0: No.
1: Same
3: go. Um
0: does this game have sequels? <laughs> How is this one stumping you? <laughs> uh I will say uh kind of or of a of a sort. Got Tamari demasi <laughs> Kind of.
1: Uh, did this game come out before January first, nineteen ninety? What? No, it's after, It's in the two thousands at least. We know. What? <laughs> it is
3: after January first two thousand. Oh, he said okay. He said yeah, after. So the answer okay. is yes to that.
1: Uh, is this? Mm, is this on? Uh, wait, so two thousand. Is this on uh, like GameCube, PS two, original Xbox era?
3: No. Is this on three sixty PS three Wii era? Yes. Right. That's five. This is a Japanese game. No, is an American game. Well, you're asking U.S. the gold U.S. of A. You're asking. it in North America. No, I'm asking. Ugh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, it should be North America because then you get UB. Yeah. North America.
0: You're asking if it was developed in, in North, North America. America.
3: No.
1: Was Euros? Did a rare game
0: made by Rare? Yeah. No.
3: No, he meant rare as in like <laughs> yeah. the company. <laughs> okay. It's European. They may, or may not have sequels. They may, may not have bosses. Of rare quality. <laughs> um and it's for the Wii generation
2: of Wii games. Generation.
3: So we got uh Is I, that
2: a uh should we just ask about platform?
1: Yeah.
3: Is it on Wii?
0: No.
1: So what, PS3, 360? Yeah. So the European developers, experience. it's not
2: rare. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be European. It's just not Japanese or North American. Could be one of those Brazilian. I'm games. really I'm pretty sure it's European. Yeah, yeah. Who else we'll is making games over there? I mean, UB.
3: Like Heavenly Sword? Yeah. Or it could be one of the Quantic Dream games. <laughs> could,
1: be, could be Witcher. Is this a... W- Witcher uh,
3: definitely has sequels. It's definitely not Witcher.
2: Is it on a... Should we ask if it's just on...
3: Is it a PS3 exclusive? No. That's I, 10. I was thinking of a couple PS3 exclusives. So yeah, we're not getting this one. No, <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, we don't know what kind of a game this is. Let's... let's, let's I, We still don't know platform. Let's get some verbs.
1: Well, it's not PS4 or Wii. It sounds more like a handheld game or a PS. That's what I was saying. Like, game. I want to know if it's like some weird PC thing, like because like I, I I know it's not World of Warcraft, but like something like that. That it's hard to characterize whether it has sequels or not. Sensible soccer. I want to know what kind of a game this is.
2: Is this on PC? Yes.
1: Is it exclusively on PC? Oh, do we, I don't think we need it. Okay, hold okay. I, well, hold on. We don't need to ask. Damon didn't answer yet. He d- stone faced I- Hatfield. <laughs> Demon hate f- filled. <laughs> Because he has the whole Mac thing,
0: I forgot about that.
1: Well,
0: I don't have the whole Mac thing. Is it a multi- like, I wasn't
2: on that episode, but it was a debacle.
1: Is yeah,
0: is it a multi-platform game?
1: Yes, so PC and either Xbox, Xbox, Xbox or, or PlayStation. No, we already said it wasn't on PlayStation. No, it's not a PlayStation exclusive. Oh. Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> I I tried hard. <laughs> this is guys. This is what Damon wants. Yeah,
3: there's no <laughs> way. Okay. Should we just ask no, that's it's, fine. A it's a Microsoft
2: game and just try our best?
3: It's a multi platform game Then It would be the- like a Montpellier game. Well, it's
2: multi platform from Europe. Who else made it?
3: Uh I'm going through devs. Like there's a 10. Uh, gorilla. No, a gorilla. <laughs> just,
2: um, and it's the PS3 era. Okay. So famous gorilla making video <laughs> games. What are but he's yeah. not sure if there's bosses in it. In the so. London Zoo.
0: But I'm guessing there are. Mm-hmm. Um, Could be Ninja Theory.
1: Yeah. Should we ask
2: about... uh um, be Heavenly Sword.
1: That's a PS3 exclusive. I know, that's perspective. why. Perspective. But it can't be Ninja Theory. I know.
3: We don't even know what kind of a game this is. We're not even like... Okay, mm-hmm. then, then.
2: All right, you know Malky, what, what should we ask about?
1: He's like... Marty, you can ask what you want. If you want to know what kind of game it is, you have the power. To play as a girl. Maybe, Alright. Okay. Some sort
0: that's of that's a cool question. Some sort you of could. character
3: creator, or okay, I'm thinking this is a game with a character creator. Yeah.
1: So, Damon made a face. He made a face. <laughs> face confirmed. Or it's like two <laughs> playable characters, one of them's a girl. Fighting game, or you're a racing. It's a racing game.
3: No, the Europeans don't make fighting games.
1: They're banned. You're right. Also, we're going full in that it's European. It could very well be like Brazilian, China.
3: Probably not China.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't have enough to go on at all. Is this Is this game?
1: Is this a? <laughs> I got one. I got one. <laughs> go Does
2: one. this have realistic
0: graphics? Uh, uh, realistic-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be realistic. Yeah.
3: And it has weird sequels. May or may not have sequels. May well, or
0: may not have bosses. It's defi- This is not the only game in the series. I'll say that.
1: So, is it based on a license?
0: No. Fifteen. Five questions
1: left. Marty, would you say there's a, They released Gremlins one, the movie. Okay, <laughs> you with me so far? Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Stoln. Gremlins is a film that exists. They release a Gremlins one video game. They release that's a tie. It's based on the movie. They release a Gremlins two movie. They release a Gremlins 2 video game that's based on the movie. Would you say that that video game is a sequel to the previous video game? Yes. Okay. Uh, everyone says yes. But-
2: <laughs> so riddle me this, Marty Sleva. Could this be a Prince of Persia game?
1: Yeah. No, that was Montreal. All of them? I believe so.
2: Everyone. I believe so. After what about Jordan
1: the, the Cartoonie one? one? That was definitely Montreal. Okay. That one's so good. What an underrated game from last gen. 2008, I think that was.
2: So just think of games that could... Fit this whole description. Then
0: I'm
1: just
3: trying to think of European. Is this
1: a is this a 3D third person game? Is it a 3D game where you can see your character? No. That's like every game from last from I know. last gen. That just, I mean, I
3: can't see the girl. How do I know I'm the girl?
1: Is this a first person game? Yes. Three gonna... questions left.
2: A first person multi platform game from that era. Might be able to be a girl. It's not Japanese and it's not American. Wait, is this something
3: like uh, – it's obviously not Minecraft, but uh, – wait, is it Minecraft? No. Why not? Is it, <laughs> yeah. is it Notch British? Yeah, it could be Minecraft. Is he? What's Notch? Could be could be Minecraft. It's Notch British? <laughs> could be Minecraft. You could play as a girl. There no, might be bosses. He's Swedish. He's Norwegian. Okay, there's of always one been – the- dude, like,
1: there's like so much Minecraft.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, well, well sure. I, I'm completely with you. <laughs> I just want to – before we go popping off I, – Can I pop off <laughs> on one? Can you give me one to pop off?
2: No. Just ask if there's levels. Did he buy animal? Jay-Z's
1: house?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, no, 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 no. You can use a general one, but yeah, you're probably
3: right. Uh, Does this have a building mode? Do you, have a lot, do you do a lot of building in this video game? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
3: actually, hold on. If you're going to be like, actually, it's not building, <laughs> it's crafting. I mean, yeah, okay. Don't do this to us. I mean, so what I'm assuming is it's not Minecraft.
0: Right. Yeah, I would say. I don't think what you would call what you do in this game building. Angry Birds. That's just
3: got a hell of sequels.
0: Two questions left, man. I was. I'm gonna
1: be honest. Yeah, my
3: heart was all in
0: it. on Minecraft. A lot yeah. of a lot of the a lot of the clues did seem to line up with Minecraft. Ah, oh, dunk! First so- person.
1: First person game. Is this game? Never mind. I don't want to do that. We only got two questions left, so we got one left, and then we have to guess. I don't want to talk about it. Should we just ask if it's a Ubisoft game? <laughs> it's not. I really don't think it's a Ubisoft game, and if I'm
3: wrong, I'll quit.
1: Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> no! Not. You can't quit till January at the <laughs> earliest.
2: <laughs> Should we ask uh, if you have a gun or something like that? Sure. Won't help really. What's sure. is it? Black?
1: Can it be black? Can't be black. No, Can it be any of the Call of time. Duties? No, oh, those all have sequels. They're all made. In, they're not made in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you? Are you shooting things with a gun in this game? You could.
2: God damn it, damn it. And you can <laughs> kind of build stuff?
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Maybe it has bosses. Who knows? Could be sequels.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, so
3: I think
1: we can... Was Gears of War Judgment game?
2: made in Europe? It's like It sounds like it's a quirky... Uh,
3: no, it's not first person.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: It sounds like it's kind of like a quirky like Katamari type game
1: but from maybe Europe.
2: But first person. Yeah, yeah.
1: With some sort of, I assume it's like a Fortnite style element of like building without it being like heavy building. And
2: because you can shoot, you don't have to. So it sounds like it's like a crafting game like Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. But it's not made by Rare.
1: We we really botched this one. Mostly Marty and I.
2: Um, Could it be like XCOM type stuff?
1: And that's first person. First person can't see your character, sometimes shooty.
2: Or is it just that we can't see the character?
1: It's first person, I asked. Okay. Could be spooky. Some spooky first person games. I, I feel like the building survival. The, the has some sort of building element is like a big survival. So it's like, what were the, the games thrust. that came after? Yeah, like, like the next generation that came after Minecraft. Like, but that's a little old for those two. That's With true. The Wii, the Wii generation. Yeah, that's a good but point. But it's not on Wii. It came to consoles and PC Wait, as it well. Be a Lego?
3: No, not first person. I was it say, did Lego co- games sort of have sequels, but aren't. Like, I wouldn't say Lego Pirates is a sequel to yeah. Lego Star you Wars. You build stuff. And they're British. Obviously, but they're
1: not no. based on licenses. That's why I asked that question. Oh, that's hell
3: licenses. That um,
1: thing is licenses. Yeah. Uh, and it came to console, too, which is another good hint. I've been picturing just PC games.
2: I wish we could still ask like if it was
1: critically acclaimed or... Damon, was a critically acclaimed?
2: He'd
3: help the boys out.
2: <laughs> Damon, are we going to get this one?
1: No. We're, we're close. You guys
0: have a lot of clues. Should should I reveal the game? Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Or you'd want to guess something?
2: You want to make a guess of, of at least a first-person so we lost game?
0: What is one question we should have asked? Well, there I gave you guys a clue last week that you should have used again this week. Uh-oh. I love Halloween. Uh... It is a horror themed game. You are you asked about Spookies. So, I did ask about
3: Spookies. He does love Halloween. So I still, I
0: still don't have it. If I told you it was a horror themed first person game where you yeah. build or craft things craft.
3: developed in Europe. No. No. Europe craft.
0: I still don't have it. Spooky House. Dead Island.
3: Dead Island. Uh, oh the poles. Uh, Dead
0: Island. Uh, I wouldn't have who made Dead Island? Techland. Techland, Polish. Published by Deep Silver. Oh, doesn't have
3: sequels because I had Riptide and never had a two.
0: Two got like stalled, in, like indefinite limbo. Yeah, yeah, indefinite limbo. Yeah, but there was even another one. There was like a an adventure yep. game oh, in yeah. the Dead Island series. So there was like been other Dead Island games. Didn't they even? There might have even been another one like an MMO on PC or something.
1: You knew Dead Island was in trouble when Dead Island Two was not on an island. Yeah,
0: it's in California. Actually, it's a peninsula. <laughs> Yep, Dead Island. Well, thank you for the suggestion, David K. Oops. Where do you guys think? Where do you think you got you got lost?
2: Uh, it's hard for us to get European. Companies. Mm. I should have known. We always think of Ubisoft. That's in, all my
3: thing, in my think, in my mind, I was I was going over Poland, and for some reason, I skipped Techland because there's like only like three. It's not very many. There's yeah, like th- the, I mean, honestly, it's like the UK, uh, France, and Poland in terms of like powerhouse developers in, in mm, uh, yeah. Europe. Yeah. Like obviously there's some in Germany and stuff, but those are the big three. I
2: don't know. I think we need to ask about multiplayer early on. Because mm-hmm.
1: like thinking about single player. House. We
3: should have asked, did it give a severed woman's torso as a pre order gift? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my
0: lead off question. Was that the first game? I don't even think that was. I think that was Riptide that did it was, that, actually. It was just a bad
1: yeah, idea. I always have a hard time. Like if I can't picture what's happening in that game, like I I would kind of like to lean into it, like transition around question ten to like what are you shooting or jumping yeah. on or doing? Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah.
0: And I don't remember if there are bosses, but it's like an action I'm RPG, sure. there so might I would be as- like yeah, it has to be like yeah. a special there were boss characters, right? I, I, I mean, that's what I, I think. That's a total. I didn't remember. I think your answer was fine. So. Uh, nicely, nicely, job, Sam. Nicely,
5: job, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Everybody, uh, whatever it is you're playing this weekend—Mario, Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein, something else. Uh, We hope you have fun doing so. And uh, make sure you join us early on Monday morning for uh, the Sony conference from Paris Games Week. Our pre-show coverage begins at 7.30 a.m. Pacific. I'll be real sleepy. I'll brew brew the coffee. Perfect. Marty's going to bring the bagels. (sighs) We're going to be good. Uh, Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at igin.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank Thank you. you, Marty. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.